0: Hello there, everybody. Welcome to Guys Who Law, episode, I think it's 15. I'm here... Well,
1: let's just say it's episode 100. Like, we've done this forever.
0: Well, then, yeah, that's prob- that means this episode has to be really good because that's that true. means we're really trained. We've centennial. done this 100 times. Exactly. Yeah. Well, centennial, that's true. But this is, this is the podcast where we bring you the best legal stories from the perspective of two millennial lawyers. I'm Jesse Weber. I'm Andrew Icebrook. And today, we have a pretty exciting story for you. Actually, three stories that we're going to talk about. The first one is about a... Have you ever... Has anybody ever heard of Rod Rosenstein? I'm sure you have. Sounds familiar. Trying to place the name, though. Big lawyer. Deputy Attorney General. Well, he got him a little bit of hot water for allegedly saying that he was going to secretly record President Trump and also invoke the 25th Amendment to try to get him out of office we're going to talk about that and see what does this mean, and does this really matter? And then we have two more stories that we're going to talk to you about, too.
1: So there was a, a new law enacted in California on Sunday uh, that requires publicly traded firms headquartered in California to place at least one woman on their boards by the end of 2019. This is big because a lot of huge companies, tech companies, etc., are headquartered in California.
0: And it's the first state to do this. I knew they do this a little bit in Europe, but this is the first state in our country to do this, and if it's successful, it means there's probably gonna be other states.
1: And then we have a really hard-hitting story coming after that where a bus driver was suspended in India for letting a monkey help, help him drive.
0: Everyone just think about that one for a second.
1: The monkey, we'll get into the details, but to give you a little sneak preview, he drove for 30
0: minutes. He drove for 30 minutes, and that means he was an excellent driver, or she.
1: I don't know what gender what the monkey was. That's but, a good point. Yeah,
0: especially on a day where we're going to be talking about you know gender issues, we should know what the monkey is. That's true. Um, and uh, no monkeys were harmed in the making of this Guys Who Love podcast. Just so you know. <laughs> okay, not that great of a joke. But anyway, Okay, bumching. Okay, let's move on to the first story of the day. Last month, the New York Times reported that Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein suggested that last year. They secretly record the president in the White House. He also apparently discussed recruiting cabinet members like Jeff Sessions and John Kelly in order to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove the president. This is huge. These comments were made in the spring of 2017, immediately following the firing of former FBI Director James Comey. I should say these comments were allegedly made. So it's, it's argued that he wanted to record Trump by having potential FBI officials that were being interviewed to replace Comey wear wires. This is pretty unbelievable. A source that was in the room during the conversation, however, said that these comments were just a joke, that they were made sarcastically. Uh, We believe that the people in the room specifically was was former FBI acting director Andrew McCabe and as well as FBI lawyer Lisa Page. Um, Rosenstein Rosenstein has aggressively denied these accusations. He made a statement that said, based on my personal dealings with the president, there is no basis to invoke the 25th Amendment. He later said, I never pursued or authorized recording the president and any suggestion that I have ever advocated for the removal of the president is absolutely false. But what did we learn the other day? It was reported that the FBI's former top lawyer, James Baker, told Congress in, clo- in a closed-door session that they took these statements seriously, that the FBI took these statements seriously, and that these comments were no laughing matter. This testimony was part of an interview to conduct an investigation into whether or not anti-Trump bias had interfered in the FBI's probe into the, the Russian You know, meddling 2016 election election probe. Baker also told Congress that he was aware of Rosenstein's comment about invoking the 25th Amendment, which, again, Rosenstein continues to deny. So it was going to be that Rosenstein was going to testify in front of Congress and explain what his actions were, Mm -hmm. but he ended up not doing it. And that whole hearing got postponed indefinitely. So while this was all going on, it was only a few days before that Rosenstein had a meeting with Trump on Air Force One. And the two met for about 45 minutes to talk about everything. And Trump said the conversation was great and he had no plans to fire Rosenstein. what was interesting is he actually said uh, when Rosenstein said, I don't I'm not going to testify in front of Congress. Trump was surprised about that, given the nature of the meeting. So there's a lot to talk about with this. So
1: the drama, really, of where this is coming from is Rosenst- Rosenstein is the one who appointed Mueller, right? Yeah. And who's heading up the investigation? Who's heading up the investigation on Donald Trump, whether there was collusion with the Russians, etc. The the issue is that there's, you know, I mean, accusations that. Rosenstein is biased and Mueller's biased and...
0: McCabe is biased. Ba-
1: McCabe is biased and they're all Clinton supporters or, or whatever it is. So, uh, scenario- situations like this where allegedly Rosenstein could have spoken about Trump being wiretapped or, have, you know, being recorded so that they can invoke the 25th Amendment might prove that type of
0: bias. What were they hoping to get off of that recording? Like, to see Trump... Talking about nonsense and be like, this guy doesn't have the capacity to be president. <laughs> well, that's what
1: they would need to show if they were going to invoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment. So, what what the Twenty Fifth Amendment is is basically the law that states what happens if a president is removed, like th- how that succession works. Then the pres the vice president comes in. Why? When the president can be removed, um, it's pretty general. It says like – there's basically a clause in the 25th Amendment that says if the vice president and the cabinet uh, vote that the president is not to, at the right capacity to, 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 to lead the country, then they can take a vote and had go, it would have to go through a bunch of other
0: channels too. Or, or is it to try to catch him in something like him talking about illegal behavior? But that's not 25th. You know? I, I, I would think if this actually happened, there would be more – about,
1: you know, not having the capacity to be president.
0: So what were they, I, I'm curious, like what were they hoping to get? Like would Trump take out the red button that fires all the nuclear missiles and be like, watch this, I could just on my <laughs> finger right over this. And then they're like, oh my gosh, this guy's crazy, we gotta get him out. Like, What were they hoping for? They weren't gonna get a, well, I mean, what was he hoping for if this is all true? A smoking gun? There wasn't gonna be a smoking
1: gun. I think just that he was out of his mind, just that he, he's not like a coherent person.
0: If you hate Trump or if you like Trump, I don't think there's a difference between what he says in closed-door sessions and what he says in public. No,
1: I don't think so either. I actually don't think that there would be a way to evoke the 25th Amendment with Trump. Yeah. Um, it's, it, you know, this is just a, a story that sounds interesting to people in the media, but I don't think this can ever happen practically.
0: This just shows how dysfunctional government service is. Everybody hates each other. Everybody's divided. You have McCabe who says that uh, Rosenstein is uh, biased. Rosenstein's saying McCabe's biased. You have Rosenstein trying to go against the president. I mean, these, this is really ugly. So anybody out there who's a young person, and I think like in today's day and age, everybody's getting active in the conversation, which is a good thing, especially with Twitter and every way. Does anybody want to join government service after seeing everything with this, after seeing everything with Kavanaugh? I mean, how unbelievably ugly and divided is it? I think if you want to join government
1: service these days, you are you have to be probably more attracted to the celebrity aspect of it than the other parts. Because the backlash that comes with it and the attacks and the divisiveness, to many people, is not going to be worth you know, helping their country – you know, doing things for their country. They're going to be like, I can do that in different areas. I can do that in the
0: private sector. I can even do it in a government,
1: government position
0: that's less public. So you're saying anybody that would get into, in the next 10 years or so just wants to do it for the fame.
1: Well, my opinion is that the, the pol- politicians that are, or anybody who runs for president over the next few, few, like decade, the next few decades, the ones that are going to be successful are probably going to be not the non-career politicians because we're at a time now where people want they f- they feel like they want a celebrity. They don't they don't say that, but they need a rock star for to to, to be
0: their le- commander in chief or their leader. So you're thinking like the next president, it's gonna be. They I want mean, an
1: outsider too. They want someone who's not like in the swamp per se. You right. know. Yeah.
0: So they're gonna get The Rock versus Michael Avenatti. <laughs> right.
1: Right. That's what. I'm, yeah. Basically. Yeah.
0: Rock then, Avenatti. <laughs>
1: Oprah. Oh, Oprah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Seriously. They probably have a better chance than a lot of the
1: career politicians
0: who would be thinking about now. I, I think there's something to be said about there needs to be a changing of the guard. Uh, clearly. How many people watched the Kavanaugh hearing were happy with the way our government looks? Everybody's, it's this, it's horrible. But the problem is people
1: want a changing of the guard for for the, for the sake of a changing of the guard. Right. When it comes down to the substance of those people, that's not, not necessarily the main concern.
0: You know what's interesting, though? It sheds light on jobs and duties that I didn't even know about. Like, did you know anything about what Andrew McCabe, the acting FBI director, like what his job is like or what the deputy attorney general, Rod Rosenstein, like what his job is like? It, it's very interesting, like, in, because at the end of the day, people are human beings. Like, you keep forgetting. I think we always forget it, but they're in such high positions. This is a little bit like high school in a way, right? You have two people that keep fighting each other. They're calling each other biased. And then Trump doesn't like when anybody talks bad about him, right? So he was, a few weeks ago, was going to fire Rosenstein, was calling him in, going to fire him. Then Rosenstein comes in, says nice things about Trump. Trump goes, Okay, he's a good guy. I like him. Goes <laughs> on Air Force One. Uh, he's okay. He's good. And it's like it's like high school. It, like, who's the popular crowd? Who do you agree with? The, the only difference here is Trump has the ability to fire someone. Well, this out it. of
1: all of, like the Trump uh, situations, and issues we've talked about, I feel like this one is actually the most high school. It's a situation where Rosenstein is basically saying it was a joke. You should have taken it as a joke. Like, it's so high school when somebody says you don't have a sense of humor. Like, why why can't you you don't understand my jokes? I was just kidding. Uh,
0: so anything if he's guilty of it, it's being a bad comic. Yeah, basically nobody got a joke. Yeah, I mean, allegedly, yeah, because it wasn't that. F- I mean, what was it like a wink? Yeah, I should. Uh, was he hoping to get like supporters for that? Like, haha, like, ha,
1: we should wire, you know, yeah, put we, a wire on someone and go we go should,
0: record Trump. Yeah, we should put a wire on somebody. <laughs> but no, seriously, is anybody with me on this or? I don't
1: know, do you think it actually happened for real?
0: I think he probably said something and kind of meant it. Me
1: too. I think he probably said
0: something also because this is before. This is a long time ago. This is before the Mueller investigation, which has been lasting for. Years now, it feels like. Listen,
1: if you're gonna go after Trump, like, don't go after him on the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Like, the guy has obviously some issues, but like, there's other ways. There's better ways to take him out than that. (laughs) I don't. I don't. I I think, you know, I don't know if he's medically out of his mind. I I I I have. I I I I just don't think that. I've been reading Omarosa's book.
0: I don't believe he's out of his mind. I don't think that at all. By the way, if you hear noise in the background, there's a big party happening at our studio. That we're not invited to. Speaking of high school, we're like the nerds, like, we're doing our work while everybody's having a good time and partying, but uh, it's fine. Uh, Look, I just, you know, can you imagine these two fighting in a room? And by the way, this is the funny part. So McCabe obviously was fighting with Rosenstein, and you know who this was in front of? Muller. Oh. So, again, we talked about how scary... <laughs> <laughs> Mowar is the mediator, right? Mueller is so scary. Again, I think he's sitting back, stroking a cat, watching these two puppets fight each other.
1: Yeah, I would cave immediately to whatever to whatever Mueller said.
0: Presses a button, one of them falls backwards into a pit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, this whole air They met on Air Force One, right? That's where they had their meeting?
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, can you imagine that meeting?
1: The, what did they talk about? They probably just didn't talk about anything.
0: I always wonder what these closed-door meetings are like. And then we kind of got a sense of it. I th- at the time of this recording, Kanye West met with Donald Trump today. <laughs> Jesse has been
1: aching to speak with, speak about this.
0: It was incredible on so many levels. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Maybe we will. We'll,
1: we'll find a legal angle to it. No, there's no,
0: no legal. <laughs> it was just pure entertainment. Yeah. I hope every meeting that Trump has was exactly like that one.
1: It probably is. It was pretty close. Incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Little sneak peek. Kanye West puts on the make America great Great again hat and says, this is my, this made me feel like Superman. You, my favorite superhero. You made me feel like Superman. This is a, by like 20 minutes, he speaks to Trump and Trump just goes, wow, that was really, that was really impressive. A smart cookie. He gets it. He gets it. He totally understands where I'm coming from. And then and then Kanye goes, I love you. I don't like you. I love you. He goes, Well, I didn't want to put words in your mouth, but uh, yeah,
1: I know. I still haven't seen it yet, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it after we finish recording this podcast.
0: It was great. So what did we learn from this? Yeah, whole... that's, what, that's
1: what I was gonna ask you. Like, I'm a regular jo- Joe Schmo, just hanging out. Like, what what do I care about the, uh, the Rosenstein? Thing?
0: Just I think another episode of people who don't like the president of the United States people are divided, government is dysfunctional, and why on earth would people get involved in this when they see what it's like? Even people that wanna do good for the country and work for the FBI, the Department of Justice, it's getting political, it's getting messy, and do you really, I'm embarrassed. I'm really embarrassed that we have a country where people are talking about you know, there's so much division. Is this, is this like a proud time? Even if you hate the president, I just don't know. Like when when is that gonna go away? I don't know.
1: Like is there a time? Probably when ever? he's out of office.
0: I don't. Is there like when when Obama was president, the country was divided too? Yeah. Yes, but this is no one. No one was talking. Or at least I don't remember. Was anybody talking about removing Obama? Yes, they were. Trump was talking about <laughs> it that he Besides said Trump. he wasn't born in this country. I yeah. Forgot about that part. I don't know. I just it it has been really divided. It's been divided. Well, it, so George Bush. I mean, people hated him. Because Definitely of the divided war. then. Yeah. Uh, is to say the most the closest we were together as a country was nine eleven.
1: Right. Not not because of the person leading the country though. Because of the he situation was very popular
0: at one point. Both by a Democrat. I mean, he took charge and. He was landing on the aircraft carrier. people were really in favor of him. and yeah. then it got really divided.
1: Maybe, then, yeah I mean maybe the last time when a pre- there was a president that where the country was more united was probably either. Clinton or Reagan, I would think. Yeah, probably. Assume, yeah. But
0: how do we get to a point where we're not divided anymore? You can't have one candidate that appeals to both unless no. you say you have to have a conversation with both sides and saying stop getting so radical on both sides, and we have to meet in the middle. Otherwise, the country's going to collapse. you think anybody likes watching this? I, I think people like watching radical
1: candidates, though. It's more entertaining. That's why it. Ha- that's why they they ascend. Yeah, you should run. I'll vote for that. I think you'd be a good middleman. My background's gonna be guys who law. I'm gonna have to run on I'm gonna have to run on every single thing that we've said during this podcast.
0: In that case, maybe (laughs) away. That's not a good idea. All right. All right. So let's rate this, right? Yep. Rating. How much does this affect your life? Uh, I'll give it a six. Because it was in the news. You probably read about it. It took up your news time. And also it's again. You're living in this country, and it just affects you in the sense that it's just another example of a dysfunctional government. I'm gonna go 4.5 here because
1: this was all really about whether Rosenstein was making a joke or not. I mean, come on,
0: like, he's not a joker. He's not a joker. Is this
1: what we're t- what we're fighting about these days? Whether Rosenstein made a joke about why putting wires on people having meetings with Trump and so to invoke the 25th Amendment? The 25th Amendment. The only time the 25th Amendment has. Been invoked recently was when Kennedy was assassinated, during, uh, when Nixon resigned, and when Ronald Reagan was shot.
0: Clearly, you did well on your history test. I did now something. That like, yeah. That. Yeah. Now that we know that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next one.
1: Okay. So, in California, a new law was enacted this week that requires publicly traded firms headquartered in California to place at least one woman on their boards by the end of 2017. Or, or face a large penalty. Companies with 5 directors must add women two two women by the end of 2021. Companies with 6 directors must add three women by the end of 2021. Similar similar laws have been put in place in many European countries, but this is the first of, the, of its kind in the United States. People have been lobbying for it for a while. Uh, for example, in Norway, companies must have at least 40% of women on their on their boards. And there are tons of ton, tons and tons of publicly traded companies in California, uh, headquartered in California, Uh, for example, uh, Facebook is headquartered there, Uber is headquartered there, uh, tons of big tech companies, etc., a lot of them are there. A majority of companies in the S&P 500 have at least one woman on their board, but only about a quarter have two. One-fourth of California's publicly traded companies still don't even have one woman on their board, so this is going to really change the way companies are structured, and it's going to be interesting to see what companies do in response to it. Are they going to have to fire people from their board? Are they going to need to replace them? Or are they going to
0: privatize so, TBD? So here's my question. I, I like this concept. I like of a change in creating diversity. Uh, the big argument in favor of it is that uh, more diverse board-run companies actually do much better. They have much more financial success. So there's... The argument is that it's not just based upon diversity, but financial success as well. There's an incentive to have a diverse board. But let's start back. Are we assuming that – why aren't women on boards? Are we assuming it's sexism that these male-dominated boards don't want these women? Or is it that for that particular industry, that particular company, there are just no suitable board members that are female?
1: Well, I think that this law is addressing a part of the problem, but there's there's other – aspects of it that are leading to uh, women not having as many positions on board. So that they're not being promoted as much as men within the company. Um, they're not getting as many, you know, th- there's not as many women in certain uh, parts of businesses like engineering, tech, et cetera, right. as there are men. But, you know, that's But, what that sort of but
0: again, is. so you can hire a board member from outside the company. You yeah. don't have to. Why aren't they on the boards? Are these male-dominated boards looking at fifty candidates and saying we're deliberately not going to take this woman? Because if that's the case, the law makes sense.
1: I don't know. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the boards, for I assume, for these larger companies, are o- are older, constructed of older men. Yeah. So it's an older regime. So maybe they're coming from a place that. They, that's just what they're used to. They, they don't really think of uh, think otherwise.
0: Well, it's good that it opens up their eyes to the issue. Here's the only problem: it could backfire, right? So, if you talked about it, if you have to have a certain number of women on a board, you kick people off the board to make room for these new female board members. There's, I'm, I can imagine it's going to lead to resentment and discrimination in the sense that people are going to say these women didn't deserve. The board seat if it wasn't for this law I mean isn't that a danger of happening I
1: mean I would hope and I would think that they would still make it a meritocracy that there were that the that the, 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 the women that are, that are that are being appointed to the boards have at least the same merits as other men that have been appointed as well um, and I do think that's what will probably happen I think companies are gonna want to do it to do that to make it seem fair and equal.
0: How do they know though? These board members, these female board members that come on companies, how are they gonna know that they were given the position based upon their merit? Well, they can look at their experience, look
1: look what they've done in the past, and then look at other board members' experience and see what they've done. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a there's a way to compare it. Um, but we'll see once... I mean, it, this doesn't go into effect until the end of 2019, so... Uh, but that's...
0: I mean, that's next year. All yeah. these companies are going to have to figure out what to do with their board. They either make their board larger, kick people off. All right. I, I'm curious, do you think other groups would be upset? So maybe a- ethnic groups, and they say, hey, listen, well, if they're going to have a quota for women, then we need a quota for yeah. for African-American uh, uh, you know, board members, Asian board members. Why don't we have a quota for that? I mean... Is it gonna? Is this just the start of a quota, and then at the end, you're gonna have a board member is gonna have to. Uh, each board is gonna have to consist of a certain amount of people from different ethnic groups and different genders.
1: I hundred percent think that certain min- minorities will be upset that they're not included in in, in this either. Um,
0: the 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 flip side of it is is should government get involved in private business?
1: Well, then the flip side of that is is it government's fault that. Some of these minorities, um, you know, have have are now in the place where they haven't been able to be to rise up the chain and and, and get to where they are now. Um, get 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 to where they should be. Wait, government's um, fault. Well, I mean that there was there were certain discrimination laws in place, oh, I law see she, what you're you, you know, and then that could be a reason why mm-hmm. there was, you know, that they, they weren't able to ascend to a certain level and that sort of thing. Yeah.
0: I guess this is a test, right? See how it works in California, and then move on to other states if it works well. I don't know what they're looking for. I guess if I guess the way to test it is to see in a couple of years, like five years or so, or maybe not even that long, two years, and see how these companies are being, how they change. I my belief is over the next decade,
1: there are going to be way more companies and it even might be the majority of companies run by women yeah of course not even just the board yeah. ceos they're, they're gonna be run by women yeah um and we've already started to see a, a little bit of a change there but the majority of you know f- f- uh s&p 500 companies are still run by men um but th- this is something that is bound to change over the next decade, at least I think.
0: Yeah, and that's yeah. A, that's a good thing. I wonder how many companies are going to be upset about this and say, "Okay, I'm, I'm going private. I'm going private. I don't want to. I don't want government telling me what to do." Or, you uh, know, there's a hundred thousand dollar fine for the first violation, three hundred thousand dollars for the second violation. We're making a lot of money. We're just going to pay it out. I don't think com- a lot of companies. That like- says t- it's a signal that hey, we're sexist.
1: Right. Yeah, it's not great PR for a company if they. I mean, besides being, uh, it's it's not great PR for a company to just pay the fine or to
0: privatize purely based on this law. So I don't think that's going to happen that much. Yeah. The best case scenario, and I think a way to solve all this is, I don't know the rules of boards in terms of like how many you can have, like how many board members. I don't know if it's specific by the bylaws or whatever, Mm -hmm. how it works. I don't think anybody should be taken off of a board. I think you add uh, female members and, and and you see the growth of the company. And it's a good indication that this should have been happening for years to come. And I think that's a win-win. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're
1: saying. It, it'd probably be more difficult in practice, I guess, to just add members um, in terms of like how the boards
0: are structured. Oh, and votes and all that stuff. Yeah, with the yeah. voting
1: structures and, and all that. Um, yeah. It might like, ruin who has the majority, that sort of thing. Right. Uh, but uh, it's, it's it's a very bold law. You know, this is something, you know, it, it, it's a very European law. It's definitely yeah. very European. It's very um, European.
0: Uh, I think that... But it's also good because it gives uh, women who are starting in a company role models to look up to. Hey, right. I have a chance to make it to a board seat, Yeah, which would be great.
1: I mean, that, that's probably the best thing that you can do to inspire someone is to show them
0: that that's possible. By the way, being a board member is probably awesome. <laughs> I mean, what do you really do? You don't work day to day. No. You make the big decisions. Yeah. Only the big decisions you're involved in. Definitely not the day to day. Those little conferences, the big conference, the big board meetings, there's probably some delicious desserts there. And a lot
1: of them get paid like a decent amount to be on board. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm not done yet. You know, little bottle of water, you know, <laughs> there's probably like some sort of snacks, maybe finger foods. And then you discuss the big issues of the company.
1: Yeah. Sounds great. I know. Well, Jesse's in the market, FYI. I
0: always wanted to be a chair. <laughs> I always wanted to be a chairman of a board so uh, should we write this one yeah okay
1: so I'm gonna go 8.1 on this yeah I think this is I think this is a big deal it's a law that is really it's it's kind of like it, it's it's very it reminds me of affirmative action in a way like its it's it's affirmative action basically in the corporate world um, and uh, it's it's one of the it's, it's a legal step that a state's taking to Um, to make sure women have a more prominent place in companies.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give this an eight uh, because it's not around the whole country yet. It's still uh, just in one state, but it affects half the population of our country. And I I think it's a really important step in 2018. But I'm curious to see how it's going to go. I'm curious to see the reaction. I'm curious to see how the companies do and handle it. So... um, to take
1: a take a turn here, our next topic is about the monkey driver.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, the next topic is about a monkey driving a bus. How
1: do I how do I make this transition? So, uh, a bus driver in India was suspended after letting a monkey help him drive. The monkey boarded the bus with a passenger and then insisted on joining the
0: driver. So, <laughs> let me just stop there. How did the monkey insist on joining the driver? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. I mean, first of all. <laughs> The monkey drove for 30 minutes. This monkey was an excellent driver. It's on video
1: too. You got to watch the video. The video is incredible. So the driver – the monkey monkey was on the driver's lap and the driver allowed him to grab the wheel. Uh, Passengers in the bus can be heard on the video encouraging the situation. They didn't have any problem with it.
0: Yeah, everybody's smiling, waving. They're like, hey, we're about to die. This feels great. This is a great decision.
1: Let me be honest here. After reviewing the video – I don't think the monkey was driving this bus fully.
0: You think the guy had, had control of it? This guy looked like he had a
1: hand on the wheel. Nope.
0: I think he let the monkey do the do the driving. I think he had his foot on the gas. The monkey was steering. Because, you know, I mean, what are we crazy? We're not going to let the monkey hit the gas pedal, right? <laughs> what, what are we, insane? Monkeys, no, we're just going to have him steer do. the bus wherever it goes. Um,
1: well, he, there's an investigation being conducted now into the incident.
0: I can't tell you how happy I am with this story. Well, I wonder what, did the monkey get arrested too? Uh, He's probably given a timeout. He he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. He was encouraged to drive the bus. I'm just, I'm so happy with this. How many memes are gonna turn out of this? Probably a a bunch. I I wonder how many times people do things for memes or social media. (laughs) And they make things happen for that. I mean, really. People are risking – if this guy did this to get, like, viral or to, to go on social media, he risked the, his life and the life of 30 passengers to have a monkey drive a bus so he could become an internet sensation, to which I say, good decision.
1: <laughs> yes. This, this changed his life. He would have never been known driving the bus. This this Now he's an internet celebrity. Yeah, but he lost his job. He'll get it back, I think. Oh, you would let this guy drive a bus again? This guy's the biggest celebrity in bus driving in India. This hey, guy.
0: I have a Komodo dragon who's driving the next one.
1: They, get, they probably get way more people on the bus now that they know this is, This guy's the famous bus driver.
0: You'd want to go on a bus where a monkey's driving?
1: He, I, he, I don't think he was driving. He, he was helping with the wheel, but he, the guy had a hand on the wheel. You're
0: one step away from having one monkey steer, one monkey hit the paddle.
1: If it's driving, if the monkey was driving fully, no, I wouldn't want to go on the bus. But like, if, if he was just helping out, I don't care.
0: But monkeys are really smart, right? Well, I guess we technically evolved from So if you're going to have an animal drive the bus, it's naturally a monkey. That's. I wouldn't want like an octopus. That thing would turn the whole wheel over. It can't control anything. Uh, no, or like a bird. There's yeah. Something like that It wouldn't work. Birds are like, I don't need this. I can just fly away. Yeah. You guys are about to die. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it doesn't need that. Um.
1: So the TB- we'll, we'll give an update as soon as we find <laughs> out. We got to get that
0: monkey to interview. <laughs> we got to interview. Amba? Monkey. Amba's our producer. you got to get that monkey, okay? Okay, great. We'll, he's probably doing a lot of we're interviews. We're going to get the exclusive interview. Yeah, that'd be great. Wouldn't it yeah. be – honestly, we would go viral. Yeah. That would be our our call, our hit to fame.
1: So so do the last thing. So just, So, so the audience is know, knows, Jesse and, and my favorite podcast is How I Built This. It's a great podcast. We're, in, we're, in, we're inspired by Guy Raz, who's,
0: who's the host of How I Built This. Hey, everybody. Welcome to – who law? I'm Guy Raz, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about a monkey. And, you know, so back in 2004, there was a monkey who said, I'm going to drive. And, you know, I asked him, I said, did you just get a bunch of money? And then how did you make this happen? How did you you know how to drive? First, let's have a word from our sponsor,
1: Squarespace.
0: (laughs) Squarespace. You have the idea to make your own dreams come true. And a little bit later on the program, it's going to be how you built that. But before we go any further, uh, just a quick note, a little bit later, we're going to have a conference, our very first How I Built This Conference, and we're going to be interviewing the founder of pret a We're going (laughs) to ask, did it all start from baguettes? I'm Guy Raz. I I really hope Guy Raz listens to this. He's going to be like, who the hell
1: are the the guys who law?
0: I hope he says that. We're just big
1: fans. Huge fans.
0: A lot of inspiration from Guy Raz. Andrew, um, I was asked this as a question. How much of your... Uh, success is built on luck, and how much is it from skill? One hundred percent from guys who love. So we learned a lot today, and uh, <laughs> we were going to be next week. Thanks again, our uh, our pu- <laughs> everyone he says, like who who who? He's like our intern today, our producer, our music. Okay, we'll see you next week.
1: Oh yeah. So one last thing, a before before we end, end this today, um, if you're if you're a guy or girl who loves. We want to hear from you. So, if you have a story that you want to talk about, you want to talk about something that happened to you at work, working on a case. Yeah, you have some commentary on a on a big legal issue that's happening. Give us a shout out. Mess, direct message us on our Instagram at Guys Who Law, and we're gonna, we'll feature you on the program.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And do we, do we mention Twitter too? Yeah. Also at Guys Who Law. Yeah. We're very or simple. Or tweet us. Yeah. 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 We have a lot to talk about. Oh, and Facebook as well. Yeah, and Facebook also at Guy Zula. I'll actually say, and I'm going to say the same thing Guy Raz says, you can always listen to us on our next episode on iTunes podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, we're also now on Spotify too. Oh yeah, we're on Spotify too. I don't know. I don't know if I'm me or Guy Raz anymore. You turned into Guy Raz. <laughs> <laughs> he's winning. Yeah, he's a part of me now. we give him some great free promotion for, for how I built this. Yeah, maybe he'll uh, interview us. How we built who law. That's true. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, good idea. Guys, does this? Uh, did you get this all from skill or luck? Luck, uh, luck. <laughs> luck. Okay.
1: So uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.